You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Anyway, skill horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hello, welcome back to the Creepy Campfire Podcast. We're recording live from Dracula's mother-in-law suite. Mother-in-law? <laughs> I mean, it's a small castle, but it's still a nice castle. Good thinking on your feet. No. Yeah, it's what they call those. Little, you got. I mean, you could call it a pool house, but sometimes people call it a mother-in-law suite. Are you talking about like the like the little house in the back of your house? Yeah, a little extra house for yeah. your in-laws. Yeah, when you don't want to hear them all the time. Like, love you guys, but you get to go right. back there. We don't want you living on the same roof. Yeah, under the same roof, in the same roof. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. When you're a little too guilty to put them in the nursing home just yet, so you. You do that. You just shove them in the house out back. Or when you're closer with them or your wife is, well, whoever's closer with them, your maid's closer with them, and they're like, no, you can't put them anywhere anywhere yet. (laughs) Staying with us. And then you have a huge fight about it, and then... It sounds like this has happened before, but I know it hasn't because we're not that old yet, but it sounds like we're ready. Not for us. Not for (laughs) us, but we, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. So, speaking of creepy things, your shirt is, uh... It's a nightmare, Bob's Burgers. Oh, it's a nightmare shirt. Okay. I think it's like one of the nightmares that they have. Because they got like creepy snake eyes and flaming everything. Yeah, it's kind of like the, I don't know. I don't think it would be like drug-induced thing because I don't think they've done oh, a like lot of LSD drugs in the show. Oh, like LSD type of thing? Yeah. yeah. So, I think it's just, I think it's a nightmare thing. Nightmare yeah. sequence. Yeah. Not really sure. It's cool though. It's nice. colorful. Yeah, I like it. I like your Boys in the Hood shirt, too. Oh, thank you. That's classic. It's awesome. It's Nobody classic. ever talks about that movie anymore. It's good. But how you been? Well, busy and not busy. I had, like, a day or two extra off of work nice. for Fourth of July that it was uh, compensated with, with wedding stuff. So Hey, there you go. So, you know. <laughs> I guess at least you had the time to do it. That was what I was thankful for, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, eh, you know, I love the hours, but mm-hmm. right now it's crunch time. So we're almost there. Just about. So, uh, have, uh, so many days. There are so <laughs> many days. days in the year. Let me see. Let me look up our website. Because we have a website that's not for everybody. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, listeners. Don't worry. We'll I have like, should know this, an but... audio version of Tossing the Bouquet for that episode. 87 days. So if people if day. people are keeping track of the order of things, usually we, we trade off. It's usually you, me, you, me. But we're gonna go with a double header with two of my episodes back to back. Yeah, you had a couple. You had a couple in the can in there. Why don't you Why don't you tell people why? So that way it doesn't look like I'm just hogging the mic. Um. Well, first of all, you are no. We uh, no. I. You shut your mouth. On top of already being busy right now, more busy than I usually am. I this topic that we're doing next to lead, that I'm doing next. I, I think you can go be, ahead and tell them. I think you mentioned it on the last episode. Yeah. The so the MK Ultra stuff. The CIA testing and we're not going to get into it right now. We're going to get into that episode, but but you want to go real in depth? With yeah, that. I want to. Well, I want to find some other like like outside of just MK Ultra specifically. What um some other um testing with hallucinogens and maybe like even outside of just like USA. What what other places have done and mm-hmm. reg- like similar similar stuff? Right. So 
cool. as much comparison and analysis as possible because there is a lot of stuff for MK Ultra that's like been proven already. It's not like yeah, they they released it I think in the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, there's a lot of there was a couple of things that came out like specifically this year too mm-hmm. or 2018. So mm-hmm. I got some newer, fresher uh, info on it too. Nice. So it'll be fun. Yeah, that's it's. It's definitely not an unheard of topic. A lot of people have heard of MK Ultra, mm-hmm. but that also means there's just that much more stuff to comb through. Yeah. So just need a little more time to, to to get the good stuff. Yeah. But you were uh, locked and loaded with uh, what? What are we? What are we doing today? I, I am. We are going to be hitting you guys with a poltergeist this time. First time we've done a poltergeist. I think we've mentioned it a little bit here and there. We definitely mentioned it in the ghost discussion episode way back. I believe this is our first. Like voted episode, yeah. First case of a poltergeist, and there's several good ones, um, several more well known ones. Um, I mean, of course, things like Amityville and, and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we try to go for the more obscure things at least early in our podcast ship. Is Amityville a poltergeist story? I'm pretty sure Amityville is considered a poltergeist because you're gonna have to define. Oh, don't you worry, I got your definition okay, right good, here. Good, but first, <laughs> like, I wanted to like. So I picked this one over other ones for a couple of reasons. Um, a popular theory about poltergeists mm-hmm. is that they happen um, because of some kind of like adolescent energy or something coming from because there's almost always a teenage girl involved. Usually in, a, in like let's say two thirds of the cases I've seen, there's like a teenage girl in the house. So they're saying like she's coming to adolescence. There's some kind of weird thing there. They don't know if it's like them manifesting because of all that teenage angst i don't know um or some people think it's because you're going through that kind of change in your life you're more susceptible to outside forces coming in Mm -hmm. i don't really buy that myself and that's part of the reason i picked a poltergeist that didn't have a teenage girl in the house (laughs) getting with the double piece Hmm? poltergeist in puberty oh (laughs) (laughs) oh if it's teenage girl triple p (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And fun times <laughs> fun at the times. Creepy Campfire Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> creepy Campfire Podcast. I won't, I won't let that die. What? That mispronunciation you had the other other episode. I, I call it the hillbilly um, the hillbilly guest. <laughs> yeah, creepy Campfire Podcast. He's got a Mountain Dew right he, next to him. He and... ebbs and flows. It's a Gatorade right now, but yeah, he, he comes and goes as he pleases. Mm-hmm. Whenever my mouth doesn't feel like functioning properly. But let's see. So I picked this one for that. I also picked it because it it involves toys. So I figured that'll either lighten the mood for some people or make things a little creepier. It's doing both for me right now. Either way, I feel like we're winning. It's doing a lot of things for me. <laughs> I like it. And then, um, and then lastly, the couple that we're getting ready, or the family that we're getting ready to talk about, they all chose to remain anonymous. So I think that adds a little bit of credence to it. You know mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't need this scrutiny in their life, so they're like, you better not be writing books with my name in it. Yeah. So or talking about them on podcasts, or you know, <laughs> I mean, we don't know their names. The my there. research isn't that good. Are you gonna? Um, are you going to uh, generate names for them? Are you going to give them names? You know, I was just gonna call them mom, dad, and baby, but we can give them names. I, I think it, we could have some fun with it. All right. Well, what do you think? I don't know. It's a mom and dad and a literal <laughs> you baby. Can have some- <laughs> you brought it up. Have the fun, Jordan. Oh, come on. Hold on. Hold well, on. Tommy Pickles for sure. That's too long to say. Tommy? We know. And that's the baby? Maybe. Okay. That's what I was thinking for the baby, yeah. Okay. Oh, what's that? What's that, Squatchy? What's that? Well, that's, that's, we can't spell that. That's dead air. 
That's dead air right there. Uh, Gail and Gil. Gail, Gil, and Tommy. Okay, Gail. Yeah, you're going to get me tongue tied. Yeah. Gail, Gil, and Tommy. Or you could just call him Phil and Lil, and we could keep we could keep it rugrats. No, no, we're committing Gail, Gil, and Tommy. <laughs> okay. Before we jump into the case, you asked earlier, we like what a poltergeist is, and I think we should define that. Because I thought I knew, but I don't. It's a little bit of fuzzy ground, but I'll go, I'll go into it. So it's a ghost or a supernatural being responsible for physical disturbances and sounds in a house. It's actually a German word derived from two other German words. You have poltern, which it means create a disturbance, and then geist, which is ghost. So ghost causing a disturbance. So it is a German mischievous ghost. Um, they often get attributed to being, like I said earlier, kind of a, a teenage girl, something with the teenage girl effect. Um, hormones, going, hormones are coming into play. Yeah, it's either causing some kind of physical manifestation from them, um, like a tulpa, which we may or may not talk about. I don't really buy tulpas, but if you guys want to hear us talk about tulpas, we can. Well, I might um, need to know what a tulpa is. It's just like um, you put enough thought into something, you could make it. Oh, okay. If I really want an apple, like and I keep it. thinking about and focusing on an apple, I can manifest that apple. Just give it 100 years. Ain't got that kind of time, man. <laughs> uh, That's the point. <laughs> so there's that theory about the cause of a poltergeist. Um, they're the typical spooky activities that you think of when you think of haunting. So, like, stuff being thrown across the room, uh, goop or bleeding walls. Um, all the fuzzy TVs. Weird noises, fuzzy TVs. Um, all, the, all that kind of stuff that you normally attribute to a, to a haunting, except you don't normally see a physical apparition. Okay. You do on occasion. We will in this story. Uh, but, yeah, that's... Well, it's either on the rare end of the spectrum or if it's like something that doesn't happen until it starts getting real bad. I feel bad that I haven't seen either Poltergeist movie. Well, I mean, like, I know there's probably more movies about Poltergeist, but the two Poltergeist movies? I haven't, but I also don't watch scary movies, so. Yeah. Just jumped on Stranger Things, though. Finally. Oh, man. Putting a timestamp. It's 2019, and I'm just jumping on. I'm on the last episode of the last season. It's so good. Is it, like, done after this? Of the last season that they have. Oh, okay. The, of the third season that they have out right now. No, they're already talking about season four. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's about par for me. I usually jump. Like, I'm a, I'm a hipster about everything that people are jumping on. And then when it's almost done, I'll jump on and be like, oh, this actually really was good. I could have been here the whole time. I don't know what they're going to do, though. Those kids are getting so big. The kids are getting so big, that the cast. I don't know, but that one guy looks so much like John Ralphio. It's insane. I could see where you're going with that. I'm telling you, if it was a side-by-side... Yeah. Straight up. You're talking... Um, anyway. People know. I'm not up on my Poltergeist movies either. It's not usually my jam. I just wasn't sure like if in the movies they it did ever physically manifest. Because I think like arms come out of the TV or something like that. But there's no... You don't think you ever get like a personification of... I thought the girl got like sucked into the TV or something. She does. Yeah. It's either the TV or the closet or something like that. We won't have that, but we'll have some other creepy stuff. Okay. So, let's dive in then. So, first, this happens in South Shields, England. I haven't even given the title yet. The title for this episode is the South Shields Poltergeist. South Shields is a coastal town located at the mouth of the River Tyne and is the oldest and largest town in South Tyneside, which I'm assuming is like a, like a county mm-hmm. for the area. It's in the northeast part of England. 
and it's one of the region's most popular seaside resorts. Cool. So, yeah, just a little background info. Sounds like a really nice place. So this is a home there, or is this is a home there? Okay. Yeah, it just it happened in that town, mm-hmm. and it's like the biggest event in the paranormal in that Realm town. There. So that's why they just slapped the town's name on there. Cool. So it's a pretty recent story. It's 2005 when everything kicks off. It's like November, December 2005. Uh, the family of Gail, Gill, and Tommy. Tommy, <laughs> they moved in and they started noticing your quote unquote normal ghosty type stuff, door slamming, hearing weird noises. Um, but that was it. No, like, they didn't see anything happen. It was just they would hear door slam, they would hear weird noises, which is enough to make me pee myself. So I don't know. I wouldn't stop looking for whatever was making, causing those things. No. Did I ever tell you about the time the door slammed? That bathroom door slammed in the middle of the night on me and Cassandra. To this day, I've got no clue what happened. Searched the entire house. Was running around naked with a baseball bat. <laughs> and I, I guess I scared it off. But, yeah, I don't know. Still can't figure out why that door slammed. And it wasn't like a, oh, maybe DJ the cat walked next to it and pushed it closed no it was like someone was pissed and swung the door shut hmm. i thought for sure somebody was in the house hmm. yeah well i'm glad that that didn't turn out to be the case it, it yeah a similar thing happened but that one was explained still heard like another crash like big bang noise like that mirror just fell off the wall that time no big deal that scared the hell out of me you got a little ghosty in your bathroom uh that's why we're moving no no <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get back to good old gail and gill can't forget Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's in the corner somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put baby in the corner. Oh, baby's going in the corner. Uh, you'll get that in a minute. Things really started to kick up around Christmas in 2005. Uh, that They had came home one evening, and they had noticed multiple chairs stacked on top of one another on top of the dining room table. And they're like, okay, that's weird. Who's in the house? Nobody was in the house. So they just... Put everything down. They'd already been hearing these, these noises and the door slamming, so I imagine they just attributed it to that, and they're like, whatever, we'll go to bed. It's a long day. You know, how do you react calmly to that? Yeah, have you ever met someone that's like, well, we've, we've talked about this a little bit before, but like they're like, oh, yeah, I got a ghost in my house. It's no big deal. Like We call him Charlie. It's like, what do you mean? Like, no, we're not rooming with Charlie. Like, it, somebody's got to go. Even if there is a benevolent entity, spirit, whatever you want to call it, in my residence, is still something that probably shouldn't be there. No, you don't belong. So I don't want to be there. <laughs> I bought this house, not you. <laughs> yeah. You didn't come with the purchase price. Yeah, I don't remember Sorry. that in my agreement. <laughs> we, in, in, the, in the counter agreement, I didn't sign off on that. Yeah. No inspections reported this. Sorry, guys. Home buying. It's kicking my ass right now. Um, that's all I can think about. Adulting. Oh, good old adulting. It's great. So that was weird. They came home. Their chairs are stacked up on top of their table. They don't think too much about it. They go off to bed. So Gail and Gail. Mistake number one. Mistake number one. of uh, Two at this point because they've already been hearing these noises. Number two. So they get nice and cozy in bed. Gail had already kind of started to doze off and Gail's like shortly behind them. And then I know where she gets hit in the head with her son's toy dog. Sits like straight up like, what the hell just happened? Sees her son's toy dog like laying in front of her. And then like moments later, she gets hit in the head with another stuffed dog. She didn't even see it move. The way it's described is not like 
oh, I saw it lift up from the ground and come at me. It was like it came from her peripheral where she couldn't really see. And it, like, it just materialized and bam, hit her in the head. Okay. So, so she's like, I have our son's toys beaming me in the head from nowhere. They shouldn't even be in a room to begin with for something to pick him up and throw him at us. So it's not like it's good old Gil over here passed out next to me. Yeah. Um, and their son is too young. He's like literally like a baby baby. So he's not like wandering in the room tossing the matter. Little Tommy. Um, so she gets hit in the head. Twice. Twice. And then before, like after that, they just start raining toys at her. Just from all directions. She's just getting pelted with toys literally out of nowhere. So she, by this point, Gil's up. They're like hiding under the covers and like holding the covers up to try to shield themselves from getting pelted with all these toys. And um, shortly after that, they had stopped. Well, they thought it was over. Mistake number three. I'm going to put a little ding a sound after each mistake that they made. Another bullet point. And so they think it's over, and then Gil just screams out in just horrendous pain. And he's like, my back, my back is on fire. And Gail looks at it, and he's got 13 scratches down his back, like deep scratches down his back. And they're gone by the next morning. They're gone by the next morning? They're gone by the next morning. It's, it's something I read about a lot with a lot of these ghost stories is people get these scratches, um, which seemingly came from nowhere, that are deep scratches that should hang around for like, you know, like a week, gone by the next day. Sometimes gone like hours later. Hmm. So they played phantom dodgeball, got scratched up, and then had to try to sleep that night. No sleep. No mm. sleep that night no mm -hmm. sleep till brooklyn yeah that's okay so and the, the son was nowhere to be found tommy was nowhere to be he was in his room just chilling his room. okay yeah so not this, that i think he's the one doing the scratching but no not we're checking all the toys no no wasn't him and chucky but is he, but is he okay he's okay for, for he the baby doesn't get harmed throughout the whole story i'll say that much that's good so that, yeah just but that doesn't mean he's not a part of it yeah ding next mistake they made they wait six months they go till june like things kept happening till june before they finally brought in two paranormal investigators maybe it took them that long to source two paranormal i was about to say i, like, I don't, I don't know where you i don't want to be totally judging them because they could have been telling people or trying to get help and who no do you one, talk to about who do you get a priest is all i can think of right <laughs> having a little exorcist, exorcist a lot of people call your... the police which I want to be like, why would you call the police? But then it's like, I don't blame you because who else would you call? Mm -hmm. I just got a lot of my son's toys thrown at me. I don't know where they came from. And he had scratches like we, 20 minutes ago. I don't we know. spent like 30 minutes putting them all in his toy chest. They just started coming at me. I thought it was a nightmare because I'm always telling him to pick up his damn toys. And <laughs> it was endless. Just wouldn't stop. So they wait six months, and then they bring in a couple investigators. Uh, these investigators are Mike Howell and Darren Darren Ritson, the two investigators they brought in. They're the reason we even know about this story at all, because these two guys uh, were the ones that they published a book, actually, about this case. They And they, of course, omitted the family's names. Mm -hmm. But they, they have written a book about this. Um, I tried to look them up, see if they have a website, anything like that. I couldn't really find anything. I found a little bit on uh, Mike Howell, and he is a, he's mostly a writer, still does paranormal research, um, but he's a freelance writer and broadcaster who runs his own media business right now. Um, 
I found this a little funny. And so he specializes in writing about the paranormal, Native American culture, and spirituality. Um, I don't, it might be me just being a little biased, uh, but I, I find it hard to believe an Englishman is going to be a Native American expert, but then we have experts here about South American culture, so I can't really say anything. But it just it's something that jumps out at me, because when any white guy in general is like, oh yeah, I'm an expert in Native American culture, you're like, but are you? Especially when they got like the dream catcher next to their desk. Here, I'll show you a picture of his desk, and you'll, you'll understand why. <laughs> why you're skeptical? Yep, hold on. Yeah, whenever they got, like, the ponytail and, like, all the dangly feathers from their things. Well, I mean, you can call yourself an expert after so many years of research, right? Like, it doesn't have, there's not actually a... No, I, I'm pretty sure you can get a degree in, in Native American culture. Yeah. Which he might have. I couldn't find it. Uh, not saying he doesn't have it. Mike, if you're listening, come on the show. Set us straight. We'd be happy to have have you on. We'd have so many questions. Let's see that degree. Yeah. Not questioning it, just saying I don't know if you got it. I didn't see anything about it. I ain't seen no PhD on your name. I just want to see it. Hold it up for me, please. Uh, so that's who they brought in. I couldn't find anything on Darren at all. Mm-hmm. And they they wrote the novel on this story. They also have written um, four other books. And I'll just, just give you the other books' titles that they've written, just so you're aware. So they've got The Haunting of Willington Mill. They've got a book called Ghost Taverns. Then they have Ghost Taverns of the Northeast. And then they have this, The South Shields Poltergeist. The Northeast needed its own um, specification. Northeast be popping off, I guess. Northeast Ghost Taverns. Yeah, because I don't mess with any other directions. Uh, just Northeast, that's, you know, that's yeah, where Yeah, South is chill. That's all I'm worried about. Yeah, well, the South is probably more like spas are haunted, where the Northeast is, is the taverns. <laughs> don't go to the West Side. That's where the haunted brothels are. The brothels are everywhere. So are the taverns. <laughs> so are the spas. But that's where the haunted ones are. Quote unquote. That's what they say. <laughs> Some hard air quotes. So they bring <laughs> these guys in. They they claim to have evidence showing that the of, of activity, but they won't really release it. Um, they're hoping to put a documentary out about this case, but they haven't yet. So they still. Yeah. So they. Well, I mean, it's been five years. There, you have stuff that happened in like the seventies and eighties that are only just now coming out. Something. True. Yeah, they're, so they're holding on to that footage for a documentary, possibly. It's because you don't want to leak that out, and then it's just kind of free reign. And then it's like conjuring. Yeah, then you've lost all your money that you... I mean, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> but supposedly they have a lot of footage of... Uh, not a lot, I won't say a lot. They have footage of things that happen. So they pretty much set up camp in their house. Um, they lived there, and they'd seen and supposedly photographed and filmed many disturbances. They had one incident which i think you might actually be able to see a clip of this one on youtube where a plastic bottle was balancing diagonally on the table in not a natural position uh, there's been a couple videos showing how you could hoax this i think that's interesting i do like the science behind magic tricks and stuff think that's interesting but it sucks because you could do that with almost anything mm-hmm. as far as like hoax it in some sort of way have some kind of wires something along those lines Especially just like in a house and how it naturally is set up. I feel like that's a lot of trouble to go through. Right. Especially since it's not like, oh, yeah, we're going to use this for promo material for our book. No. Check out this water bottle. You think that's cool? Read the book. And then I flip it. (laughs) (laughs) They were ahead of their time. That's what it was. Yeah. So that had happened. Um, The investigators rejected the repressed emotion theory, which is like the whole teenage girl thing we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Which isn't. What did you call it? 
I think I called it the Topa. Oh, Topa. Topa is something different, but it. It, well, we're going to overlap them a little bit here. That's uh, just I brought that up for any of you listeners that might know what tulpas are. Yeah, so it's just where you have this re- a lot of repressed anger and emotions and things like that, and they're manifesting and tearing your house and family apart. Lovely, but they re- rejected this because they're they had a str- so they rejected this because one it couldn't be the baby and Gail and Gill they seem to have a really good relationship. Uh, wasn't anything suspect coming from them no no big anger issues with either of them they were a little sketchy about gail for or i'm sorry gill mm-hmm. for a minute because uh he was just he wasn't really letting on like that uh, there was a lot going on like he wasn't really spooked by it yeah even though more and more of the physical harm kept happening to him he continued to get scratches over this time. That wasn't a one-time deal. So, like, hmm. over these six months before and after the investigators got there, these things kept happening to him. Um, they said they've even witnessed the scratches as they were going down his back. Hmm. Pretty crazy. You, you ready for the freaky one? This is, like, the, like, hallmark moneymaker moment that's going to be in any trailer if there is a film. Poltergeist moment. So, on one occasion, they come home. They find the child's rocking horse hanging by its reins from a hatch in the ceiling. So that's one part of this. Okay. And then they they also see the rocking chair at the top of the steps. And it has the child's toy bunny sitting in this rocking chair at top of the steps. Not too bad. A little creepy. Not too bad. Except it's holding a box cutter. A bunny's holding a box cutter? In a rocking chair at the top of the steps. You come home to this. Wait, what? What? <laughs> a bunny holding a box cutter in a recline? Well, not a recline, maybe a recliner. Yeah, just imagine this little kid's toy stuffed bunny. Jesus. Yep, so that's happening. It's a pretty picture. Yep. And then, so as this is going on, like I mentioned, Mark continuously kept getting these scratches. Um, he had happened in front of witnesses, in front of the investigators. Um, there were times where the investigators watched the cupboard door swinging open, light shades swinging, uh, the quilts on the bed moving, and the, the couple was freaked out because the kid was being moved. Little Tommy is being moved around the house. Let me let me read off a list of places they found little Tommy. All right. <laughs> so just no. just imagine you have a little baby, a little bad hide and go seek game, and you can't find him. Where is he? He's in the closet. He's under the bed. He's in the kitchen cabinets. They put the baby in the kitchen cabinets, and then they found him just in a separate room, not the room they had left him in, um, on the ground with like a plastic kids table on top of him. It didn't look like anything rough had happened to him. It's just like they gently set like one of those like super thick plastic. Just sitting there with a table on him. (laughs) 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 To the whatever it is doing this is credit. At least it didn't hurt the baby. Yeah. Baby was never harmed. And it was even like tightly wrapped every time they found it. It was tightly wrapped. Like what they call it? Swallowed. Where you like. That's how like what they call it when they wrap a baby up. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swallow like that. Swallow's a bird, but it was cute, and I thought it fit. <laughs> I didn't question it. So yeah, so the baby's popping in and out all over the place. 
Hmm. We got stuff moving all over the house. Furniture is being moved. The only thing with the furniture is they're not actually seeing like the dresser be scooted across the floor. Mm-hmm. They're just showing up and this it's been moved rooms. Yeah. Let's see. I mean it's not like the poltergeist is a miracle worker. Can only move so much <laughs> stuff in so much time. Look, all right. Too demanding. I'm gonna call the union. Yeah. So then this is all happening. These are all things that are pretty freaky. Um, would put put anybody off uh but then what i think the most freaky thing is happened so they start it's messages start being written on the child's board in its room it's like one of those i couldn't tell if it was like a like a chalkboard dry erase board or if it was like the little um you remember the little like tablet sized boards that had a pen with a string on it and you could write things on it but it was yep. like magnets or whatever so you could just erase it off yeah and then you yeah you just do a little slider yeah good mm-hmm. old good old days i don't know which one of the two it was but either way a board Giant in the child's room yeah man i love etching sketches did you like etching sketches yeah they're so much fun they were the best thing that was my go-to we had like four or five different forms of etching sketch in the doctor's office that was always what i went for yep. anybody had the etching sketch i was pissed that or connect for whoever i was there with I see. Play. I didn't. I didn't talk to any of the other kids. Oh, I just meant I wouldn't play with any of the other kids. <laughs> You're like, mom, dad, play me. Let's play. Come on. Okay. So, what kind of messages? So, on the board, it was written, "Just go now." Pretty standard ghost thing to say. And then there was "Die, bitch." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zero to a hundred, real quick. And R.I.P. And go bitch now to your mom, which almost sounds like a, a Russian immigrant. All at different times. I was gonna say, yeah, it's pretty broken. But <laughs> why don't you why don't you give me your like rendition of that? Wait, what do you mean? Your little Russian rendition. Oh come on! I think why you, do I gotta do a Russian? I think you can do it, because I definitely can. I can only be country. Oh, I can. We shouldn't be doing stuff like that, anyways. <laughs> go bitch now, now to your, your mother, mom, please. <laughs> That was good. That was good. I think you did a good job. That's all you get. That's all you get. I'll take it. Uh, so there was that. And then after Those the, are all at different different occurrences? Different occurrences. Okay. And then when the board stopped... It's creepy. Gail started getting text messages. What? Yes. She was getting phone calls from the house when no one was home. And she was getting text messages that said, You're dead. Go die. And I'm going to get you, bitch totally the husband and well she took the phone to the authorities and tried to get it traced to be like who is who's threatening me and my life and my family and they could not figure out where the this was coming from couldn't trace it hmm interesting i mean i think this is like the first time that we've done something so recent that that's cool i like that the cell phone plays into it like she's getting threatening texts too yeah that's kind of a cool i'm a little creepy I think I'm, I question it the most because I want it to be the most real. Yeah. Um, not that I want this to happen to anybody, obviously, but for the story's sake. Um, because I, I would expect after that to hear of some kind of like police stakeout or something at their house, and mm-hmm. you don't hear any mention of that. Um, so I couldn't confirm exactly what authorities, quote unquote, she, she took this to to have it traced. Yeah. But that's, that's how the story goes. So she's getting these messages calling her out telling her and her family to go die it's popping up on her kids kids board 
um, the babies popping up all over the place. Well, until you said, until you started going with the, you know, the language and the sentences, it was as far as like the writing goes on the board. I was thinking that it would, that it could have been, you know, they say like the energy plays a part or something like that. Mm-hmm. That it could have been like a younger, um, just mischievous energy or. Oh, like kind of the troublemaker type thing. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, he's messing with the kid, but he's not hurting the kid. Moving the kid around, stacking chairs up, throwing toys. The scratches are again. That's kind of ghostly, but it's not something a kid might necessarily do, but could. But I don't think a little a little kid little kid ghost would be calling her a bitch and telling her to go die or anything like that either. <laughs> it's, it's a little aggressive. A little bit. A little aggressive. So maybe I'll make you think it's not a kid even more so as the investigators stayed there they witnessed a manifestation of the poltergeist as a large sometimes described as around six to seven feet uh three-dimensional shadow that would sulk around the house at night just just imagine a three-dimensional shadow and that's all all you need like that's creepy enough in itself so this started happening after those two guys showed up that it got worse the yes yeah, it started to pick up. Before then, it was the noises, things slamming, the toy thing had happened, and the scratches had happened. I feel like it's always a little bit more subtle until somebody starts investigating it. Right. And, and it you know, that's kind of a hard thing. Stepped up a notch. It's like, is it these guys are faking it to make it a better story? Or is it because they're there, like, this whatever it is, is already pissed this family's here, so now more people are here, so it's even mm-hmm. more pissed, so that's why it's acting out, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um but yeah, that, that's when it kind of picked up and escalated into these messages. Um, they saw this physical apparition of a three-dimensional shadow sulking around the house. No, thank you. No, no. I'm out. So here's a quote from Mike, one of the investigators. Uh, you could actually watch the scratches forming on Gil. First, an elongated red patch, then sharply defined scratches within it. Cuts started to appear on the right-hand side of his back. They immediately bled. Then Mark's skin started to change color. It went dark, almost as if it was sunburnt. And then they'd be gone in the next day or two. Hmm. Just gone. Like, to the point where you're bleeding, and then gone. And then Gail, a quote from her, she had said, We were absolutely terrified. I don't think I'll ever be the same again. If I hear a noise that I cannot explain or something goes missing, then it always makes me wonder whether it has come back again. But right now, we are just glad that it seemed to have left us alone. Because just as quickly as this all had started, all kicked up, one day, it's just done. It's just gone. There was no big exorcism. Do you know what, at what point, what year, what time? I don't know what year. Um, I did not get the book and read it through. I'm That's sure okay. it probably tells you in there. Didn't expect you to. But that's where most of this source information had been pulled from from online sources such as like weekend weird um uh, ghost dash ghost story dot co dot uk mm-hmm. all these places kind of pulled it from the book credit where credit's due <laughs> okay um so in in the book if you guys want to check it out just south shields poltergeist um you might be able to find that the end date of when that is mm-hmm. but yeah it's it stopped they moved out of the house they were done um, someone else moved in and no activity has been reported since. I like how they finally move out after it stops. I wouldn't want to take the chance on it coming back, though, I suppose. Well, I think while they had the investigators there, they were trying to figure out what to do about it. And then I, they might have just been like, okay, 
what's well, done. We're going to take an opportunity and bounce. Yeah. Not going to keep getting scratched and finding my baby in cabinets. No. Which, yeah, I probably would have left before then if I'd found my baby in a cabinet. You also have a lot of people that are like, well, I'm not going to move because it could follow me, so, like, let's handle it. But they weren't really doing anything to handle it either. But they did have the investigators there, so they probably were just trusting their judgment. Yeah. So. Because to my knowledge, no priest was ever brought in. Which is kind of unusual. In poltergeist stories, you usually hear somebody brought a priest in, One a the rabbi, yeah. like some religious figure they brought him in, or they were even trying to do it on their own with like saging. Mm-hmm. And again, they might have, if you go into the details of the book, they might mention doing that, but in all the many websites that I read from, I didn't see anything about them trying to do anything. Mostly what I saw the investigators doing was just trying to capture this on film somehow. Okay. So just as quick as it got here barraging you with toys it slipped into the night slipped into the night never to be seen or heard from again um okay so yeah definitely not the kid or a younger essence I suppose Mm mhm I don't know that's so weird right no explanation whatsoever just here and gone which I like Kind of. I mean, it's nice when you have some explanation. Oh, so and so was messing messing with a Ouija board, or something that kind of makes you lean towards one way or another. But right. this really doesn't. Because these things are supposed to be stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I like it when them showing up and leaving also doesn't make sense. Like it's just cohesive. Mm-hmm. As long as the whole thing doesn't make sense, I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. If certain things start trying to have logic and then other things don't, then I'm I start falling off. But yeah, it's kind of like a all or nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they made it out of there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as as soon as my baby starts ending up in places that I didn't put him, <laughs> like, like I know I don't think I can. I don't think I can do this anymore. I don't mm. think I can do this. Place. You guys stay here. Don't worry. You'll get some good shots. I'm gonna go to an apartment. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna go. Staying at staying at Vlad's mother-in-law suite. Yeah. But <laughs> Vlad. Is that supposed to be... Uh, like Vlad Dracul? Yeah. The Dracula. Circle back to the opening joke. Circle, circle back. <laughs> Come on. Well, they call that a callback. Just call making sure you're awake. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So, how, so how do you feel overall about it? I had a I had a really hard time not picturing this one American Dad episode that I saw almost the entire time. I don't know we almost you, made it this far. No, wait. Without a pop culture reference? I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you just wrecked it. Just boom. Sorry. It was really funny, though, so I had to think about it. It was one of the only other instances that I've ever seen a poltergeist thing. If not the only thing. They're talking about... You haven't seen it, I'm assuming? You don't watch Most American Dad yet? No, the only poltergeist thing I've ever seen was The Simpsons, um, like one of the early Treehouse of Horror ones. Yeah, I never saw it. The whole time, because that's what that entire episode's about, it's just like a... is a lusty... You're just like, man, Gail do, or Gil doesn't even know. She needs to step it up. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, is it is it her... Is it her thing being mad at him and scratching his back or the toys thing doesn't really play in there but i don't know i mean it's all centered around the baby mm-hmm. well you you know you always imagine that the mother's child is her most precious thing so yeah it's all child focused except for the go die bitch part <laughs> go, yeah <laughs> except for all that all the, all the cursing and the and the uh yeah, she got like threats. all of the emotional abuse and he got all of the physical abuse which is interesting yeah. 
And then she's getting the texts and stuff like that too. He wasn't. Right. I don't know. I think maybe she tried to throw him off their trail, and she uh, texted herself that stuff, wrote that stuff on the board. But don't, they'd be able to trace it though. I if like, she, I don't know. I feel like because we're, ta- we're talking we're talking two thousand five. We're not talking like the iPhones we have now. We're talking still like like think about your phone ten years, fifteen years ago almost. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah, that'd be a lot of work to put into. I don't know. I, it's unexplained. It's unexplained. How plausible do you think it is? It sounds pretty plausible. I mean, I'd like to read these guys' book. This guy, this these guys, guys' book. We might get it. I mean, it's pretty cheap. It's just, I think, like, I don't know, five, ten bucks, maybe on Amazon. If I'd known that ahead of time, I might have. But we blow through these cases so quickly. Yeah. Doing them weekly, it's hard. I'd have, like, just barely read books I actually enjoy. Well, not that I wouldn't enjoy this, but ones that I already have on my list. Mm -hmm. Putting in added research books, we'd probably have to break our schedule the way we do it up more. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn about it. I'm almost more inclined to believe that it happened, but maybe not to the extreme that it happened. Because, I don't know, something about these investigators I just don't quite trust. I have trouble trusting any paranormal investigator. We've already gone through that, though. But even if it was the just the toy thing alone, there's so many things just packed into that one incident of them getting toys thrown at them. Like them just appearing out of nowhere. So we're talking like wormhole status, just disappearing from the toy box, popping up in the room, and then the force thrown at them. Mm-hmm. And then an entity of some kind there to throw it at him to begin with. And then you have the scratches that he got that night that were gone by the next morning. So there's just all kinds of physical, unexplained stuff. Yeah. Just in that one event, and that happened before the paranormal people arrived. Mm-hmm. So so that not, that things got worse but didn't necessarily start when they got there. Right. I feel like it just picked up in frequency mm-hmm. when they got there, and then the messages. The messages were a new thing, for sure, and actually seeing an apparition. Which, again, I feel like usually is the case when once you get paranormal investigators or whatever... Whatever you're trying to do to stop whatever's happening gets involved. I feel like they get worse mm-hmm. or more frequent. Yeah, well, you're going to fight back. Yeah. So, I don't know how I, I'm. Yeah. Were they? Did they? Did they happen to check if they were, or if their land was on a? Oh, a Native American burial ground. Yeah, you can't necessarily. Say, I don't think you can say that in England. Can't necessarily say that. I feel like that's overblown anyway. I don't know. Because if. That gets mentioned a lot, but if you think about just about anything that happens in America is going to happen on Native American burial ground because they lived here a lot longer than mm-hmm. we did. So there's a hot lot, a lot higher chance. Yeah, there'd be poltergeist in every corner. Yeah, like everything is. We stole the land. Yeah. I don't know. Shout out to the reservation. Which one? Right. I thought that there was just one. Really? Yeah, I thought <laughs> that there was just the big one that when they sent everyone on the Trail of Tears... And then I drove by Cash Creek Casino, and there's one out there. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that, no, they're like... All over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting for the rights. This got way off topic. <laughs> Not way, but like... We bunny trailed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Bunny trail? I like that. That's yeah. a good term. Yeah. Bunny trail. Bunny box cutter trail. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that part's really creepy. Yeah. I think, like, it, I think I it'd be more take, ominous if it was like a kitchen knife, but... I would take one... That's too obvious, though. You gotta go with a box cutter. Plus, that makes a better cut. You ever used a box cutter? Yeah. Cut myself with a box cutter. <laughs> a couple times. I think I saw a scar from a box cutter. Mm-hmm. But. Gotta love retail. Like, I would walk in, 
see that and just walk right back out. There's so many things with that, just this entire, any ghost story we're ever going to talk about, I'm always going to have that position of just leave. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand it's not so easy selling your house and things like you, especially if you just bought the house. It happens as soon as you come in. Like, that's not easy. You got somebody you can crash with. Yeah. You know? I'm pretty sure they would, uh, well, depending on the circumstances, I suppose, hopefully they would understand and let you stay. Like, I don't know. You and Cass buy a house and it gets haunted. You can come crash anytime. Okay. You'll believe us? I'll believe you. Okay. <laughs> especially after all this. So that does it. That does it for, for the South Shields poltergeist. That's poltergeisty? Yeah. It's not as extreme and over the top as other poltergeist cases. That's kind of why I liked it a little bit, though. Yeah. Because I feel like some of that stuff's embellished. Uh, this one felt a little less embellished. The There's not as many things that seemed over the top. Um, there are some things that could be hoaxed. There's, I mean, who's to say that maybe the investigators weren't staging stuff while the family was away? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I like that it wasn't too over the top. Can you imagine the nerve? Like what? Like if if it just so happened that those guys were setting them up, oh, that, that they, they put that chair at the top of the stairs with a little bunny with a box cutter in its hand up there, and texted my wife those things. Oh man! I man, you Woo! you'd never want to tell me. No, never want to tell me. I don't know. I feel like we have to meet them now. You know, I was going to email him, but I didn't think about it till today. And it was two last minute notice. I still might email him though. Maybe we'll just have like a follow up. Yeah. Uh, follow up conversation interview. With That'd be him. cool. We'll see how it goes. Even if it's just email correspondence, I can read that over the yeah over the air. If he happens to get back to you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll reach out to to Mike Howell. If he's not staging um, <laughs> poltergeist scenes. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like hell no, I'm not going to talk to you. You people said I've been faking no, stuff the I whole know. time. No, I know. We're just naturally skeptical of that specifically, Yeah, I feel like. But it's I feel like it's hard not to be. It's just, yeah. it's not, it's kind of hard to believe some of the things that just occur in the paranormal circumstance. That's why, like, people don't talk about it is because, you know, it's hard to get yeah. people to believe you. Yeah, you don't want to, so many people aren't going to believe you until they see something. Exactly. It's a lot like religion. Until you have an experience, it's real hard to believe in it. Mm-hmm. Physical proof. So, wait, what? What's that, Squatchy? What's that? You know what that means, Jordan? I don't. What is that? It's time for listener mail. Oh, is that the break? Okay, cool. I like it. <laughs> Squatchy's got to introduce it, and we need a name for Squatchy still. You people, you people, you people. We need a name. We gotta stop saying you people, but guys, please, <laughs> come on. Can you just send us a name for Squatch? It's just something. Should we? No, we're not gonna call out whoever already commented on us. We 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 appreciate whoever whoever already commented, so we're not gonna call them out. And be like, hey, just just send us a name. Just send us a name. Oh, <laughs> this person. No. So since you don't have an iPhone and our reviewers have already picked on you at it, I'll read the comment that we got on iTunes. Thank you. A lovely five star review. Appreciate it. And you can read the email that we got. We'll do. So one moment. So this comes from Vlad two ten. Thank you, Vlad. Said awesome show, five stars. I love when people like give us the five stars and then say five stars too. Oh no, no, no! He didn't do that. Don't get it twisted. I'm just reading in the order because there's like, oh man. Well, I don't understand why they do this. What? There's like a title for the comment Mm -hmm. and then the star amount and then the comment itself. I see. So I guess if you're too lazy to read the actual comment, you can just get the title and you're like, okay. Maybe I will just stop 
stupidly assuming that people are writing out that they put five stars. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it happens sometimes. You guys, five stars. You know what? And you guys, if you want to leave us comments on Apple Podcast slash iTunes, and you want to write out five stars, you do that as much as you want. Yeah. Just it go, might go. You could go and put it. You could like. You could click the five star, and you could say like three stars. <laughs> you could do. You could say twenty stars too. 20 That's stars? an option. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. Don't sell ourselves short. But try not to. Let's see what Vlad had to say about our awesome, quote-unquote, awesome show. He said, always enjoy the show while I'm slaving away at my desk or stuck in traffic headed home. The stories and conversations in between make you feel like you're just hanging out with some good friends. Keep up the good work. You suck. <laughs> Not you, Vlad, but you, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, Vlad. Hey, really, thank you, bud. That's why we do it. We, really, nice. we want to give you guys a break from the day, hear some creepy stories, maybe laugh a little bit. You know, it's what gets me through my day at work. So you Podcast. don't you don't have that option as much. I do not have that luxury. <laughs> you know, maybe if you're back in the back doing some dishes or something. But yeah, yeah, I don't do, I don't do that stuff. But yeah, how we don't play that. You know, you might be doing something around the house. Got actually that we do. Yeah, you just pop on a good podcast. So we try to be that good podcast for you guys. So Jordan, we do what we can. Who's this? Who's this person that emailed us? So you don't you don't want me to give away our whole. Her whole person, her whole thing, her whole name. We forgot to ask, so. Well, she didn't specify, but I will just keep it first name basis. Um, we had Kelly email us on July fourth, I believe. That's what it says. It was dated um, about the lady in white hauntings from our uh, Kentucky State House episode. Okay, which I think it's because we had mentioned specifically on there. We kind of criticized that. There's always a lady in white. Yes. I think I specifically. Well, because we had done the gray lady not too long before that. Right. That's right. But at we the, were like, the, there's always like some. Yeah, some white lady in white. Gown. Yeah. And we're like, why? Or like every place has a lady in white. And she enlightens us a little bit on that. So yeah, verbatim here. Um, I'm listening to your podcast from March 22nd, talking about Kentucky State House. You were joking about the. You, I, I believe she meant to say uh, you weren't joking about the commonality of hauntings of uh, lady ladies in white. There are the reason there are so many ladies in white is because at death women in Victorian times and earlier were typically buried in their best clothing and very often that was their wedding dress hence a white gown. That would be so sad. Get buried in your wedding dress? You know, I I forgot about that, but that was a thing. Yeah. And one, I hope it still fits you. If it did, <laughs> good job. Yeah, get a re you imagine getting it tailored for Oh. oh, that's depressing. That's depressing. Just lay it over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it fits. I don't think it fits anymore. Oh, but yeah. So that make that makes that does make sense. Um, if you're subscribing to the fact that these people are coming back exactly how they look when they got buried, and that their souls coming back at all. Yes, which we've well, kind of touched on, but the whole like if you if they do come back, it's kind of as they were, depending on. Oh, it's prime time, baby. I want to be in heaven and like, maybe not how I am now. Maybe give me like two more years to slim back a little bit. You don't want to have your boys in the hood shirt on? I'll be I'll be fine to wear that. Rip it. But it's just I'd like to trim down a little bit. You know, you know, we might be shirtless up in heaven. I don't know. Who are you trying to impress after you're dead? I mean, I'm just trying. I don't want to be 87 years old, like with infinite youth. It's no True. fun playing basketball with a beard down to my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Santa playing basketball. Um, okay, so to finish, um, hope this explains the reason for the frequency of white lady sightings. I'm really enjoying your podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Kelly from Pennsylvania. 
Thank you, Kelly. We enjoy you writing into us. Thank you, Kelly. And I did make sure to get back to her on the email. I just wanted we've we've talked about you know trying to make sure that we yeah everyone that shot us an email we have, we we get to it like that day. Try to make sure to talk and and mention it too on the on the show. Yeah, and if you guys don't want to uh, don't want us to, just please tell us in the email. Oh yeah. Um, that's that's no problem at all. We appreciate that you're even reaching out at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's what makes it fun. You know, we get little tidbits like that. They were like, "Oh, I, you know, I totally forgot about that." Yeah, and thank you. So I mean, we, can... we have our fun, but it's like, if we if we don't get any feedback, it's like we're like, what are we talking to? Yeah. Who are we talking to here? But it's it's and you know we've only it's it's starting to grow, mm-hmm. so we we've only just now starting getting some real interaction with you guys, mm-hmm. um, and we've already had you know we've we've had a little insight with that. We had a little bit of field research mm-hmm. with our listener that that heard the drilling near the airport and yep. kind of shot down a local legend there. That was awesome. Um, Alex, I believe, is who that was. I believe so. Yeah, Alex, and then we've got Jeff, who came in with his own own personal ghost story. Yeah, and we actually we've had a couple ghost stories come in, um, ghost paranormally, time slippy, weird stories that we can bring you guys, and that's what makes this fun. Is we have our own stories that we research and try to get what details we can to give you guys, but we also have you guys interacting with us and giving stories to share back to everyone else. You're who we really want to hear about. Yes, because the more I don't know, some of these stories are real cool. Unless you've met the Mothman, then yeah, let's talk. Well, yeah, the stories are real <laughs> cool, but I mean, like, I'm more, I'm definitely more down to believe that something happened to somebody who's like telling us about a firsthand account. Than oh, yeah, just emailing us about their actual life. Yeah, you get that firsthand account. It's it's just so much easier to believe. You can hear awesome. the fear when they recall it, um, which I'm sorry, but that's what makes it good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what makes it believable. Yeah. So we really appreciate that. And if you want to join join the club and, and reach out to us too, you can do that at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail dot com. If you want to if you want to check out our companion site, which I am desperately in need of catching up, uh, we also have a contact section there we just fill out the box and hit send and we'll get it there too and that's a uh, creepy campfire podcast dot weebly dot com uh, and yeah please reach out to us just even if you just want to say hi tell us you're enjoying the show um, I can't rate you on iTunes so I just wanted to email you and tell you how I feel about it that's awesome too if you got stories things like that if you know people that you're like hey I don't have a story but I know this guy and this really weird thing happened to him he might want to come on the show in any capacity you yeah. can send it in reach out to us mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think and so Jordan's going to hit us with the MK Ultra next time next weekend mm-hmm. I've got no clue because I've I've batted two for two um, what we're going to do, so what we'll do after Jordan's MK Ultra, it's been a little while, we're going to do an Urban Legends episode. Yeah. And, you know, who's up on deck next? Oh, yeah, uh, we doing um, State by State still, yeah? Yeah. What are we doing? Florida. Ooh. Florida, you're up on the chopping block. So if any of you guys are from Florida listening right now, and I know you are because you're like our fourth or fifth biggest state, mm-hmm. um, email us in. Let us know some some urban legends for your local town. Yeah. Any local ghost sightings? Anything weird that happens in Florida that's not the the big announced things that you want people to know? Tell us and we'll put it on the the episode. You already heard that once with Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Jeffy mailed us in, and we we got him on the show and told some local stories. I mean, send us a link if you if you don't have a link, send us whatever you know about it. So Florida Floridians, I'm from there. You guys actually. I know I talk about Kentucky all the time. I was born in Jacksonville, technically. Oh, really? Yeah. My dad was in the Navy, so. No, that's cool now. He was stationed. 
the Jaguars. I'm not even a Jaguar just, fan. You are pure Kentucky, sir. But my brothers all live down there. Yeah. So so I got some roots. I got some ties in Florida. So don't make me look dumb, Florida. Hit us up. Please. So I think that's it from us at send the Creepy us, Campfire Podcast. Send us a name for Squatch. Yes, please send us a name for Squatch. And Squatchy, do you have any ideas? Do you have anything you prefer to go by? Uh, Squatchy's got nothing. We need to name Squatch. He just wants a name. He just wants to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think we'll I, I think that does it from the mother-in-law suite at Dracula's Dracula's castle. So I guess until next time, everybody, remember, stay, stay toasty. toasty.